Hello, my love. This is The Sunshine Project. My name is Chloe and I am your host. And today we are picking up our chat on self-confidence. Today, we're going to talk about how you can be the best you and how nobody else could ever dream of doing that better than you can. Because all the years that have led you to this point have been years that the world and society and life and you as a person has spent carving out the person that you are. All of the different ingredients, whether that's loud and brash and bright and someone that feels like they're a little bit too much. Side note, you are always going to be just enough for the right people or whether you are quiet and considered and you take time to think things over, whether you are someone that is really good at doing puzzles or you are someone that is fantastic at cooking one particular brownie recipe, whether you are just okay at those things and you are muddling through life trying to figure out what life has for you and where you fit in it. I know I mentioned main character energy earlier, but it sounds to me if you're just muddling through feeling kind of average at everything, like you are a romantic comedy or coming of age movie just waiting to happen. You can only be the best you that you can be. And I know I sound like a Pinterest quote right now, but it is the truth. And I think maybe The problem comes when we stop comparing ourselves to ourselves, when we stop thinking, hey, how can I show up today and just be like hella me? And we start thinking, hey, how can I show up today and be as fashionable as Kylie Jenner? How can I show up today and be as beloved as Julia Roberts? How can I show up today and make as much money as any one of those insufferable billionaires? When we start comparing ourselves to others, that is when the magic dulls. That is when the gold isn't so shiny. And it's not just comparing ourselves to others in a way that makes us want to aspire to be them either. I think something that can really dent self-confidence is when we are judgmental of other people. And again, I get it. A lot of us grew up in households or in extended families where being judgmental is just a part of the curriculum, whether that is growing up with parents who are critical or whether that is growing up where talking about other people in a really negative way is something that is as normal as talking about the weather. I understand that it's a lot to unpack And I understand there's a lot of internalized isms, sexism and racism and all sorts of stuff that goes into that. But the truth is that if you are out there judging other people, you are going to feel judged yourself. Sometimes I have friends say to me, oh, do you think that that girl was thinking that she hates my skirt when she looked at me? And I'm like, what? (laughs) Why? Why would she be using her brain to do that? Or they'll say, I think that my boyfriend's ex-boyfriend has been stalking my social media and putting the evil eye on me. Yes, these are conversations that I've had. And I'm like, really? Is he 
Is he employed? Does he have a hobby? Because I think the more that you do things like try and put the evil eye on people or judge people's clothing or their body or their personality, the more you are going to feel that judgment reflected back at you. I honestly walk through life with my head in the bloody clouds nine times out of ten because it would just not cross my mind to think, oh, I can't believe that person posted that thing on social media. Like if I'm not thinking those thoughts about other people, then I don't know if they're thinking them about me because it's not even in my playbook. Like it doesn't even cross my mind. And so I think that the best thing that we can do to be more confident in ourselves, aside from knowing that nobody gives a shit, honestly, is trying to tone down the judgment that we cast on other people. And I heard a couple of years ago that the thought that matters isn't the first thought that crossed your mind, it's the corrective thought. So if you did grow up in a family where people spoke badly about other people and what they're wearing or what they're doing, then it's really normal that you would have thoughts in your mind that are like, oh, did you hear that they quit their job to be a doctor, to be an exotic dancer? Like it's normal if you were raised with that sort of mindset to think things like that. But what is brilliant is that as adults who are working on ourselves, we can then have our second thought, which is our more conscious thought. That's like, hey, actually, they seem really happy doing what they're doing, more power to them. And that second thought, that conscious thought, that's the real stuff. That's the you stuff. It's not the stuff that is ingrained or imprinted on yourselves. And eventually that second thought, that conscious thought is going to become your first thought. And when the non-judgmental stuff is your first thought, you are going to feel so much less judgment on yourself and you are going to feel so much better about turning up just as you are. One thing that I'm going to delve into in another episode is body stuff, because that is a big, big topic. And I have a lot to say about it, enough to say that I'm not going to try and squeeze it all in here. But the truth is that the way that we look does impact our confidence. It just does. We all grew up in vaguely similar generations, I'm sure. And things are only getting trickier and tougher with social media. Like first it was magazines and television and now it's social media. But the one thing that I will share with you here, which again comes with that comparison being the thief of joy thing that we were talking about before, is that nobody looks like the people online. The people online don't even look like the people online. And I love that there are conversations now around filters and around the way that we sort of pose our bodies or we smile in photographs versus real life and like how people never look the way that they do in that one frozen moment as they walk through the world. But I really, really need you to know that that is the truth. I have been to events. I have hung out with social media influencers, gorgeous people, beautiful people, glorious people. But that one perfect frame is like a millisecond in their day. Physically, they could have had 400 photos taken to get that one gorgeous shot that you are holding up next to yourself, next to your body and your face and you and thinking that you should aspire to. We're going to talk about this more in the body image episode, but the truth is when it comes to our bodies, I think it really matters that 
we focus more on what things mean and what they do than how they look when it comes to our butte bods. So it matters more that my curly hair comes from my father's side of the family and I lost him when I was so young that that is a real tangible link to that part of me than it does that my hair is quite frizzy and out of control quite often. It matters more that my arms give the best, most solid hugs, the sort of hugs that people try and pull out of because they think the appropriate amount of time's passed and then they fall back into because it feels so good and solid and loving. That matters way more than the fact that my arms are a little bit wobbly and that Cosmopolitan magazine would have once said that they were lunch lady arms and given me 35 exercises to do to get rid of them. It matters what our bodies mean and it matters what our bodies do way more than it matters what they look like. But for what it's worth, I think you're cute as heck. Now, at this point in the episode, I always give you a recommendation or two or five. And today I'm going to give you a recommendation that is not a book or a podcast It is an exercise. So it's something that I want you to do that's going to help you really tap into being a little bit more confident in who you are as a person. And it's got a little bit to do with exposure therapy. And if the sound of that freaks you out, I understand. I actually have clinically diagnosed RSD, which is rejection sensitivity disorder, um, which means it's just, it's an ADHD thing and a many other things thing, which means that the thought of being rejected, told no, left out makes my tummy do flip-flops, but this is going to help you way more then it's going to harm you no matter what you've got going on in your life. What I want you to do is sit down and I want you to write a list of things that you would do if you were the coolest version of yourself. I know we've been speaking a lot about movies and characters and coming of age stuff, this app, and this is that again. I want you to imagine that you have had a glow up, not just physically, like a life glow up, like you are your happiest, coolest, best self. What does that look like? Does it look like wearing a certain style of clothing? Because a couple of years ago, I just decided to wear the sort of stuff that I wear, these like flowy boho dresses. I got them originally from op shops or from cheap shops, just went for anything that kind of fit the style. And then all of a sudden, it's like this part of my personality that people recognize, the people that I know and love and the people that see my stuff online and all of it. So it might be the sort of clothing that you wear. Maybe that's like grungy and dark and cool with statement jewellery or maybe it's really pared back and basic and neutral. Maybe it's what you're wearing. Maybe it's a dream job that you have always loved to imagine that you would have one day but you're not really working towards. Maybe it's having a little garden. Maybe you're a garden girly or a garden boy or a garden human. Maybe it's going for a walk every day and seeing the sunset every single day. Like just write down a list of you as your coolest version of yourself, as your most main character version of yourself. And then I would like you to take one thing on the list, just an easy thing, just a little thing, and I would like you to start doing it. 
So for me, that was buying clothes that were the sort of clothes that the people that I really look up to and idolize would wear. For you, that might be drawing every day. It might be correcting people if they pronounce your name wrong. Just like one little thing that's going to make you the most you that you can be. And see how it feels. Because I think you're going to love it. And I think a really important step in being more confident in yourself and who you are is knowing who you are, finding out who you are, knowing that it doesn't matter how other people see that person or view that person or think of that person. You are proud of them and you're friends with them and you're going to treat them like they are someone that you love because you deserve to love yourself. And I'm really glad you exist. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of the Sunshine Project podcast. I hope that this has put a little fire in your belly. I hope that when you think of the people that you love and look up to, you recognize that you look up to them and you love them because they are who they are and that is bloody beautiful. And I hope that you know that the world is a better place with you in it. I'm glad you exist. And if you do not yet exist in our Facebook community, please come and exist there too. It is called the Sunshine Project Podcast Community. It's a group on Facebook where lots of really cool, lovely, very much themselves people just like you and me hang out and just do more of this stuff. Have a beautiful week. I can't wait to be in your ears next Monday and I'll speak to you then. Love you. Bye.